Welcome to Beyond the Shire. My name is Jack Wolf. For our adventure today, we're going to be talking about climate change. Is human activity primarily responsible for global climate change? Well, I'm going to say yes, it is on some level, but we'll get to that a little bit later in this episode. This is what I do know about climate change. I know it's a polarizing issue that can divide people. And uh, I know that there's groups that say that we need to do some very drastic things before our earth explodes or whatever's going to happen. I know that there are others that are saying we need to be patient, take measured responses, and kind of figure this out. But the fact of the matter is this, that, that whatever, whatever position people happen to be in, they also align with social issues that are in our world today. And, and then instead of going just scientific, it turns into purely political, and it's us versus them. And these lines can be, well, a little deceptive, and let me tell you why that is. There's a gal by the name of Lindsay Levin, and she is passionate about bridging divides between perspectives and opposing voices. In fact, she has a company that helps people to bridge those divides between different perspectives and opposing voices. So here's what she did. She took some very educated and wealthy urbanites that were involved with different companies and nonprofits, and they had joined forces together on this initiative of climate change. What they didn't realize is they would be taking a trip together, and the trip was going to be a fact-finding trip, understanding perspectives. Uh, they were going to be having some deep dialogue, reflection. Uh, the group would collaborate on some of the challenges that they saw and that they were facing. So this group was going to be coming face-to-face, though, with people who were very seriously skeptical of climate change. It took place in West Virginia in a working coal mine. It was dirty. It was claustrophobic. It was disoriented. And this group felt a lot more and more comfortable and maybe some of the finer accommodations that they left. After the tour, they got together in this little shack of a building just outside the mine for some personal conversation with the foreman and some of the miners. So Lindsay began engaging this group of people, and the foreman spoke up first. And he brought up the topic of evolution. And you can imagine he was probably just stirred that they were even there. But here's what he said, and I quote, Maybe you all think your grandmothers came swinging through the trees, but my people date back to the Bible. And then they spoke about the affection of the natural world around them, and they spoke about the wildlife, and they made it very clear how little they thought of the U.S. government's Environmental Protection Agency. And they celebrated some of their industries, pro-people that were uh, voicing positive views about the coal miners and these type of things. And Lindsay knew that this conversation would take place. But then it took an unexpected turn. Because Lindsay posed this question to the, uh, to the group, and the foreman is one that spoke up, and he said, tell us about your family. And the foreman said, well, my wife and I adopted five children who have lost their parents to opioid overdose. He mentioned how they were facing the problems that the kids were having through this neglect and abuse and the manner in which the kids were raised. And in fact, their youngest child, you know, he would just sometimes sit in a room and couldn't stop from shaking from the effects of his childhood. And as this discussion was taking place, there was a physical change in the room. And Lindsay said to the group, this man is not the enemy. It would be more convenient to think of him as an uneducated man, or this is the problem, his education. And if he had better education, it was going to make a difference. But everyone in the room got to thinking, wow, I I couldn't do that. 
And the whole thing kind of blew wide open because they realized the, 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 the manhood, the, the humanness of this individual. And new questions came to mind. What is goodness? Who is a good man? What is community? What's a child worth today and tomorrow? And when the group got back home, they had a different understanding of the problem and an appreciation for the complexity of the solutions that would work for West Virginia and beyond. Now, why do I bring this up? Well, it made me think of uh, a number of things, of how opposed we are sometimes of, of other groups. And don't get me wrong, there are things that I firmly believe in that I'm going to hold my values to, and uh, I'm going to promote. But, you know, we lose the humanity of people. What would happen if the next time you're talking to someone who is in direct opposition of you or you're in direct opposition of them about some particular topic and you begin to go down that path of what the issue actually is? Here's what might help. Here's what might change the climate that God might actually enjoy. Look at that person that you're in opposition with and say, you know what, I, I don't know if I understand everything about your issue, but tell me about your family. Tell me where you grew up. Tell me, are you married or not married? Tell me about your children and what do they love? What's going on in their lives? Now, we've, we've lost that sense in our society and in our community. And we complain about the climate of the world that we live in, the political climate, the religious climate. And I'm a believer. I believe that Jesus Christ is the answer and he's the one that leads my life. But at the end of the day, I cannot look at another human being as the enemy. I have to look at them as a human being that God created as well. I have to care about what goes on in their life. I have to try to understand. And, you know, I've been doing this lately. I'll be somewhere that I'm around a group of people, um, whether it's in, in the, at a Walmart or a Starbucks or I've been in other places in the community that are, that are not as well off as where we live. And as I begin to look at folks, I have this thought that goes on in my head. These folks all have dreams. They all have desires. They all have wants. They all have families that they love and that are loved by them. And certainly not every family is perfect. I'm not, I'm not saying that. We all know that. But if we want climate change, not the scientific climate change, I don't know where you stand on that. And I'm not sure where I do, to be honest. But I'll tell you what climate I do want to change. I want the climate of humanity to change. I want the peace of God to come into our lives. The Bible says a gentle answer turns away wrath. It's interesting that when Jesus was speaking to the woman at the well, he was talking about family, asking her about her life. And I don't think he was doing it in a condescending manner like to trip her up. But I think he genuinely cared. That led to an open conversation between that woman and the Son of God. And we don't know what all went on in that conversation except that her life was changed because of it. We have the ability to change the climate in every conversation. Let's get past the issue if we can and get down to the humanity of the person that we're talking to. Ask someone to tell you about their family, about their dreams, about their life, about their children, about what's going on in their lives, and see if it doesn't change a little bit the nature of the conversation and how you view people. Listen, 
it might be a little bit weird, but if you ever have an opportunity and you feel like something's going a little south in a conversation, stop in the middle of it. Do what Lindsay did and say, hey, tell me about your family and see where it goes from there. If it happens, if you do something like that, I'd love to hear how it went. If you got the boldness to do it, I know it sounds a little crazy. I might actually do that. I'm kind of wired that way. But I hope you have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in 